0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I'm Lauren. It's spooky spooky season, yeah.
1: <laughs> What That's, the fuck was that? I'm, 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 I'm really sorry.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's Charles, everyone. Yeah, hi. <laughs> if, if you don't, if you're an avid listener, then you know Charles. We are doing Sleepy Hollow from 1999 um, because you know why? It's October and it's an actual unwritten law that you have to talk about Tim Burton during October. Totes. So we're talking about Tim Burton and Sleepy Hollow and Johnny Depp and Christina Ricci. Yeah totally so yeah i'm fucking stoked i'm actually really stoked because this is coming out on halloween so happy halloween everyone this is a total story that i completely associate with halloween because of the are you afraid of the dark episode called the tale of the midnight ride um real ones know if you know it's season three of are you afraid of the dark um the original nickelodeon series and it's like the story of ichabod crane so i remember seeing it when i was like I don't know, like 14 or maybe 13, Oh God, I guess. That, that sure scared the shit out of me. Scared the oh, fuck shit. out of me. There's one that's about like a, I think they did like a reboot. Didn't like Paramount Plus or some shit did do like they? a reboot? Yeah. Oh my God. Speaking of Paramount Plus, they're doing the fucking real world LA homecoming. No like they way. did with New York. Oh my God. Have you not seen the trailer yet? No. Shut the fuck up, dude. Um, It's kind of incredible. Oh my God. Um, Hold on. We're actually going to pause this and we're going to come back okay isn't that crazy oh my wow yeah wow okay so i just read too that the original new orleans cast is next up for homecoming oh my god so this is in (laughs) no way a paramount plus ad but i guess i might i might wait until they're all out i think they're coming out every day every week and i'll probably just sign up for it again when it's all out so i can just binge them yeah but yeah i'm really stoked because i love the real world so does Charles. Oh my God. Um, We're like kind of real world nuts. Uh, on the Patreon, shout out to the Patreon because we have to rep it and sign up for it. We're doing My So-Called Life right now, but we also did a deep cut of seasons one through nine of The Real World. Mm-hmm. So if you're a fan of that, it's like almost a three hour episode. It's like two hours and 40 minutes or something. So if you're a fan of that, we talked about it. So maybe we'll talk about Homecoming. We can talk about like New York and LA maybe together on a Patreon
1: yeah Um, yeah, for people
0: who yeah people who are into it because i just i really like that show so i can't wait i saw that i was like fuck yeah yeah um so yeah are you afraid of the dark uh yes this sleepy hollow is just like one of those things that i always think of and it's one of the first real american gothic horror tales i think Mm -hmm. so that's Um, really cool yeah
1: i um i remember um i was in like grade school and like teacher read us a story like Or shortly before Halloween, and it, um, and, and, um, I was like maybe nine or ten, and I was like, cool. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Um, it's really cool. But, um, I, um, yeah, so this is the first time I had seen the movie because, like, yeah, that's
0: that's really cool. Because, like, I'm
1: pretty sure that, like, when it came out, I had been sent away to, to, Boarding school, like a pregnant teenager. So, like,
0: <laughs> really, I know, right? Yeah, ninety nine. This came out uh, November nineteenth, nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, I would have been in hell then.
1: So, um, like, <laughs> like the headless horseman, exactly down but, under but, under the tree of death. I mean, at least the headless horseman got to leave. So, <laughs> yeah,
0: like. yeah, that's true. He did have a job, a night <laughs> job that required him to to come out.
1: Um. But um, yeah, um, this is the first time I'd seen, it, so I, I I thought it was fun. Um, cool. Yeah, 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 it was good.
0: Oh, nice. All right. Well, I've seen this movie several times, maybe like ten. Okay. Um, cause and I also I wrote I've seen a bunch of times. I love a good Johnny Depp Tim Burton pr- project, mm-hmm. and as we know, they're like peas in a pod. You know, it's like Leo and martin scorsese it's like quentin and samuel l jackson yeah like it's it's like a symbiotic it's like de niro and scorsese like it's like that yeah. like depp and i would say helena Bonham carter would also later be included in that i've done a lot together
1: i sort of felt like helena Bonham carter w- should have played miranda richardson's role oh, like no
0: right i mean I think she was doing Fight Club at the time. Oh, okay. I mean, I I'm, think so. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I like love
1: Miranda Richardson. Like, yeah, um, I do she, too. Like, uh, she was in the Crying Game, which was like really, really good. Oh, that's um, right. I have
0: to do that. We have to do that one.
1: Yeah, it's. Um, but um, I, I thought that I thought in that m- movie she, she she was like uh, amazing. And she's also in this like really like dark movie with Jeremy Irons called Damage. Um, What's that? And it's about um, I guess Jeremy Irons plays like a member of Parliament in England, and um, his son gets engaged, and he starts an affair with his son's fiance, um, (sighs) and then his son finds out about it, and he uh, dies. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah. Oh (laughs) shit. Yeah. So it's it um and it's because it sort of like goes from this like you know like erotic thriller to like something else like really quickly
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh that's crazy yeah jeremy irons is kind of the king he's like the michael douglas of the like thriller erotic thriller yeah but like he also did that one reversal of fortune
1: yeah yeah Yeah, that one yeah he's unlike michael douglas he's like kind of attractive so like
0: yeah i kind of (laughs) think jeremy irons is pretty hot And also he has, like, that voice, you know? I know, yeah. Where he
1: kind of talks like this.
0: Yeah, he's very commanding. Commanding. (laughs) I like him. Um we're old charles we're finding like (laughs) jeremy irons like it's it's a mess it's it's like a real mess i find like tim burton attractive when i was watching the behind the scenes i was like johnny Depp's hot and all but tim burton's not bad (laughs) i was like and he's like a really incredible visionary which just makes him even hotter that he's just so fucking an original and inventive you're like wow you're so like what's going on in that head (laughs) I
1: recently had a conversation with someone on Tinder that sort of led to, hey, can you give me your Snapchat account? And my response was, I don't have one. I'm like over
0: 35. So like, <laughs> Tinder tales. <He>, Looking <laughs> a, a new segment. They, they did not respond. So, Do you have a Snapchat? Yeah, I have one. I'd be like, yes, I do. And you can send me money on it. Because that's what you can do. Literally, like, oh my God. That's so funny. It's like, do you have a TikTok? That would be the other one, too. Oh, that's like saying you have an AOL email address if you say (laughs) you don't have Snapchat. Also, like, if you have, like, um I don't know, Hotmail, (laughs) for instance, or was it Lycos? Well, I had like Lycos. That's a deep cut, Lauren. Thanks. Uh, Oh, (laughs) deep cut. Yeah. Someone felt uh, seen. There that was, was a read. That was a read. <laughs> Sorry.
1: The, the, um I was um um I, I was watching this uh, compilation of like uh, of like voting confessionals from Australian Survivor. Oh my and, god, here like, we go. <laughs> my like favorite is when they like go up to vote and they hold the person's name. They're like, I never liked you, you know? (laughs) And so, um, my, um, and so there were a couple that were my favorite. One was like this, this like guy voted for, for this woman. And his like comment was, I, 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 um, I've never trust you ever since you said you don't eat fast food.
0: And- <laughs> oh yeah! Shout out disclaimer: if you say you don't eat fast food, I don't trust you either. And then
1: the Not one at that, all. and and then the one that r- r- really hit home was: you think you're pretty cool, but you probably still own a Velcro wallet.
0: <laughs> oh. oh, that's that was a that was a deep cut. <laughs> yeah, that that was. <laughs> And I was like, well, I do own a Velcro wall,
1: but it's only because I need a place to put my change. <laughs> so, like... Just that
0: statement alone. <laughs> like, you just completed it with the, with the end of that sentence. Saying, you needed a place to put your change. I think kids nowadays don't even know how to count change because they don't ever see money. Like, you don't. Know, everyone has a card.
1: Yeah. Like, everyone I guess. has a
0: card for everything, right? And now you don't even take the card out, you fucking swipe it. Yeah. Or you like just swipe your phone or like swipe your fucking hand because we all have microchips. I don't know. <laughs> it's Demolition man. People watch it. Yeah. Watch it. They they said this in ninety-three. <laughs> um, they also said it in tons of things before, but watch it and then listen to the episode because we did want to no one listened to it. So go back and listen to it. It's really good. <laughs> I love Demolition Man. So yeah, it's uh also I have to say that this movie reminds me of Crimson Peak which is oh, another, yes. it's Guillermo del Toro, and it has my other uh, celebrity baby daddy, uh, Tom Hiddleston. Mm-hmm. And the, and it actually looks very much like, he looks very much like Ichabod Crane. He actually would make a great Ichabod Crane, because he's yeah. like really tall and lanky, and that's kind of how he is in the story, mm-hmm. um, in the actual, the way it's written. And the girl who played Alice in Alice in Wonderland, I think, Mia, and she's a Polish last name. Is it like Wasig? Yeah, Wasikowska or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, she is in that. And she looks like Christina Ricci in Sleepy Hollow. She has the blonde hair and it's like the dress. It's the same kind of era. A little bit later, but it's in England. And Jessica Chastain's in it too. Oh, cool. And Charlie Hunnam and someone else. But that's a really good movie too. But this reminds me of that too. But it's a less, it's not an obvious uh, Sleepy Hollow. Like it's not as fantasy it's a bit more grounded and somewhat of a reality there is a ghost element but it's not like this it's like a fantasy story you know yeah um but yeah that that's how i feel about i also this johnny depp reminds me of sherlock holmes yeah it's like very like tight like he's very like uptight about everything (laughs) like he just is like really nervous and i know that you're not a a massive johnny depp fan well i like his movies
1: i just don't I I guess I just don't find him to be a hunk of man meat like you
0: Oh, okay. So you're not – yeah, I'm I'm of the other party that finds his movies incredible and also finds him a hunk of man meat. Okay. Even at 58 years old. (laughs) Fucking love him. And uh, just like – I mean, I think just because – I want to say out of every actor that I really, really like – Most of the movies that I really love a lot have Johnny Depp in them. Okay. Like, I don't know that I necessarily, it's, it's, I I don't know that it's necessarily like because of him, but it just happens to be that he just makes, or I really love his catalog from like 1990 to like 2005. Yeah. I feel like he's just made so many great movies. Like, and another one, because this also ties in with Christina Ricci they just did fear and loathing together oh, okay. right before this. Cause this came out in 99 fear and loathing came out in 98. So I find mm-hmm. that so funny that it's like two completely batshit crazy movies with bat shit, crazy directors. And they both <laughs> are just such crazy actors too. Like mm-hmm. they both just do things off the beaten path. So I think I like them together a lot yeah um Johnny Depp and Christina Ricci so um so yeah I think they just and I find her like a baby Winona which is also kind of weird because she's in that same vein of like she's really gothic she can play those gothic roles but she can also be really flippant and funny like we saw in The Opposite of Sex Mm -hmm. which is such a great movie that I think a lot of people haven't seen we did a podcast on it a like in the 40s it was like a while ago but if anyone has not seen that movie and you like Christina Ricci it's a deep cut Go watch it. It's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. great. So she's really good too. And I I love her catalog as well. Like everything that she's done is, and even now she's in a new series coming out on Showtime next month. That with Juliette Lewis called Yellow Jackets, her and Christina Ricci. I think it's like a, like a scary thriller thing, so I'm kind oh, of excited. Just yeah, to see them together. Um, so yeah, the cast in this is Johnny Depp, Christina Ricci, Miranda Richardson, Michael Gambon. Also, everyone's in fucking Harry Potter too. Yeah, they're like five <laughs> people that are in at Harry Potter's, um, Dumbledore. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Casper Van Dien. We were just talking about Starship Troopers on an episode not too long ago. <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot he's yeah. in this. Um, Um, Jeffrey Jones, who is... Oh, he was in um, um, Amadeus, right? Yes, he's in Amadeus. He is the, the principal in Ferris Bueller. Um, he is also in he's in a lot of shit actually he's in watch yeah. it he's in the past with john leguizamo that i saw at a birthday party oh um <laughs> when i was 13 we went to the movies and we saw the past by john leguizamo <laughs> um jeffrey jones christopher walken
1: i, yeah, like, I um, love, I,
0: I, love walken. I love him so
1: much. i i was not expecting him to show up in in this in this movie like I, oh uh, that's great that you yeah, didn't know that yeah
0: okay. yeah because i love the reveal yeah, when no, you finally like... see yeah, when you find when you see him, it's really cool. Uh Michael Goh, I think is how you say his name. He's the one that played Alfred in those Batmans, right? Oh Michael okay. Goh. Wasn't he wasn't he the Batman for like Michael Keaton? Okay. Or the Alfred for Michael Keaton's. Oh Batman? yeah, yeah. Um I think he was.
1: When ever you Mention alfred i think of that line from the prestige that was just like no more lies alfred no more (laughs) lies no
0: more lies oh god that fucking movie christian bale's a nut (laughs) like how how i mean a nut in like a great way because how does he do all of these movies that are so intense I i don't i mean i really don't understand it i feel like he he's just so good i just can't it's it's impossible and it's a crime he hasn't won an oscar quite honestly i mean a, a leading one i think he's won a supporting right yeah i think he went for the fighter like, <laughs> oh that's right Supporting, supporting, supporting though right mm-hmm. yeah he'll get a lead one soon i'm sure
1: mm-hmm.
0: um we have christopher lee another lord of the rings saruman um, saruman yeah <laughs> um we have martin landau i love that martin landau's in the beginning yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think it's really great and then we have mark pickering who is young masbeth i just have to write him down because he's in a lot of it he's actually in boardwalk empire oddly enough he plays a young steve buscemi (laughs) oh wow (laughs) as he gets older yeah it's kind of funny um yeah okay that's all i have for cast do you have any other cast notes or um i don't think so um there's some other people, I think Richard Griffiths, like there's some other, there's a big cast, but these were the people that stood out to yeah. me because I knew them. So yeah. Okay. So behind the scenes, did you get anything cool? I do.
1: Um, Rotten Tomatoes, critics gave this movie 69%. Audience gave it
0: 80%. hmm. As it um, should be. Eh, it could have been a little higher. Anyway. Oh um, yeah. But I mean, at least the people think it's better than the critics. Oh, like, yeah! critics yeah, yeah. giving it 69. I was like, it's better than that. Yeah. Better than the C. I mean, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so this movie was nominated for three Oscars.
0: Oh, cool.
1: Um, and it, um, it was nominated for Best Art Direction, Best Costume Design, Colleen Atwood, mm-hmm. um, and Best Cinematography, um, Emmanuel Lubezki. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, uh, um, and it won for Best Art Direction. And um, the other nominees that year. This was the same year that, like, um, that, like, American Beauty came out, and like, The Matrix. Oh, oh um, shit! And so, um, uh, so uh, other nominees for best art direction were Anna and the King, The Cider House Rules, The Talented Mr. Ripley, and
0: Topsy Turvy. <gasps> um, Talented Mr. Ripley's art direction is so, oh like yeah. chef's kiss. So that's, oh that's a hard. Uh, that's also an episode that. Um, me and Jai recorded it a long time ago, and we had like so many sound issues and connection problems. So mm. we were gonna put it in the back burner because we didn't want to like do it again the same way. So we have to do it again soon. Uh, but oh god, I love that movie. I mean, I would have yeah. done it by now because it's so fucking good. But I uh I, uh, I like saw it in the
1: my, my like mom took me to the m- movie and like I didn't really know w- what it was, and she, she was like I I you know I re- 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 read the novel think you'll you'll like it I was I was like yeah you said that about the about like that horrible Wes Anderson movie mother but anyway um (laughs) (laughs) um, but um
0: I um I had I I like it's so funny that she would read the talented Mr. Ripley and think (laughs) of you (laughs) <laughs> Charles, you might like this about this man who, like you know, steals this other man's identity because he's just madly passionately in love with him and really <laughs> wants to just like get rid of that that girl who's ruining everything. <laughs> Do
1: she you know, I think relate is, to this. She is just the she is just the thorn in his paw like
0: I know right and I'm sure you won't find Jude Law or Matt Damon at all attractive <laughs> no it's not
1: it's not like it's not like a murder scene can be sexy or anything
0: like, yeah right it's not know. like it's completely homoerotic from beginning middle middle <laughs> middle double end <laughs>
1: yeah I mean you know um, That's funny. and then um, let's see um, and best costume design the other nominees were Anna and the King uh, talented M- Mr. Ripley and Titus and. What's
0: Titus?
1: Uh, it's like maybe with Anthony Hopkins that's based on the Shakespeare play Titus and Dronicus oh, um, okay. That's the one about like um, where they uh, where um, these two guys were, we're all kind of call mates and like these two guys getting killed and they get served to their parents in, in, a, in, 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 in a meat pie <gasps> So
0: What? Yeah yeah oh shit (laughs) shakespeare's dark there's some cuts in shakespeare (laughs) that we just didn't learn about i guess damn Um, that sounds like human centipede dark i know right (laughs) it's fucking dark um and they all lost to a movie called topsy
1: turvy which i i've not seen but i think it's directed by mike lee who is a british director who i really love because he did, (gasps) did this great movie called secrets and lies um that's about a woman who um is um like sort of on a search to find her adoptive mom and she oh. finds her and um like they sort and of start to to become friends and it's just it's just like really good um and then uh for best cinematography the uh, other nominees along with sleepy hollow were snow falling on cedars which is that ethan hawk movie oh yeah um the end of the affair and the insider And uh, they all lost to American Beauty. Oh,
0: who did the cinematography in American Beauty? I think it was Conrad R. Hall, I want to say. Oh, okay. Um, Um, I have to say a little note about Emmanuel Lubezki because he's, like, a legend. mm -hmm. And he uh, is probably, he was born in Mexico City in 1964. And he is, like, probably done some of the most iconic DP and cinematography work in film today and oddly enough he one of his very first credits is reality bites first oh, credit really? in the states yeah in the states because he did some work in uh in mexico um like water for chocolate is a big one that he did oh, too okay. as well from 92 but reality bites uh the bird cage oh wow okay um Great Expectations is actually what got Tim Burton interested in wanting to hire him for Sleepy Hollow. Mm. And he did Meet Joe Black, Sleepy Hollow, Y tu Mama Tambien, another film that we're going to cover here because it's one of my favorites. Uh, Ali, The Cat in the Hat, Series of Unfortunate Events, Children of Men, which is probably... Oh, I love that movie. I need to watch that film because I've seen scenes from it talking about the cinematography, and mm-hmm. it looks incredible. Mm-hmm. And they say a lot of cinematographers are were- are like to this day inspired by that film and it got a lot of people to do it which is really cool um burn after reading um there's some other ones i just i'm not doing every single one gravity um, which he won an oscar for he's won three oscars um birdman the one um that just came out oh okay yeah in 2014 sorry last days in the desert the revenant which I believe he won for a uh, song to song. And then he has an untitled David O. Russell thing coming up now, but he's in, like incredible. So yeah, like I just, and the cinematography in this film is just uh, the visuals in this film are just yeah oh, it's so, so cool. incredible. Yeah. It's so cool for 99 yeah yeah the effects that they use and stuff like that so yeah i think that's i just wanted to say that he's he's well
1: um you know it's it's strange because like i know there are shots that are like you know they had to use cgi but they it's i feel like the movie itself feels feels so real and so grounded in reality that like it's not like over the top like the cgi is not over the top and doesn't feel obnoxious
0: yeah and 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 it it was shot on a yeah, yeah, and it's shot. It was shot on a massive soundstage, one of the largest ones in the world. So they actually built that forest. Oh, cool! To to run around in, yeah, which is really cool. So it feels huge, and they said there were even bugs kind of growing in it because there were real trees. <laughs> and when you were there, you really felt like it, like you were in this forest because it was big enough to gallop around. I was like, oh, yeah. that's so cool. cool! And they could control the weather for the for the scenes and stuff. Oh, wow! Yeah, so that was really cool. I was like, wow, that's so rad. But yeah, yeah. Do you have any other stuff?
1: Uh, yeah. Um, so this is the second time that Johnny Depp and Christopher Walken have appeared in in a movie because they Ooh. were both. In the movie Nick of Time, that came out in '95. Yes, we have to do that too. Um, which, um, like, I remember, I remember the first time I saw it in the, in the theater, I was like, "Wait, it's taking place in real time!" What yeah, I that? didn't even—I re- don't even think I realized that. Like, they can't so do that. Weird. Like, I mean. yeah, right. Um, but um, you know, I uh, saw it
0: in the theater and with with my brother, and, and loved it. Um, oh, so I know. Last week, I was talking about doing uh on the road on the run because we're definitely gonna do like a series of like badass chicks on the run mm. um and we're gonna do that uh gunplay we're gonna do uh jailbreaker and we're gonna do all this other shit but i think we should also do a block that's like the tech the techie block okay and it will be like nick of time johnny mnemonic like yeah. the, the net <laughs> yeah <laughs> um like uh and and another one because i want to i want to kind of do like a, a segment okay yeah but i was like a tech block and i kind of want to do like nick of time because i find that kind of techie for like 95 yeah um yeah. but yeah yeah that's so cool i forgot that he was in christopher walken's just so, so I know. badass I, I love him i love him i love him in Annie hall oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um so
1: apparently, um, Johnny Depp's horse in the movie was about to be put down, so he adopted it.
0: Um, and
1: um, and um, like I think um, I think the horse's name was in the in the in the story, the horse's name was Gunpowder, but in real life, the horse's name was Goldeneye. So Aww. so um, and then um, and then I, I'm sort of going through a phase where I like to, I'm sort of I really like horses now. So. Oh, you do? Yeah, like I like love those v- videos on YouTube where you can like watch your horse's hooves get like cleaned. Um, oh, I've never it, seen that. It's, 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 it's weird. It's weird at first, but like it's like very hypnotic and like kind of calming. Oh, um, wow. Okay. But, um,. Um, there, it's there's also a channel that's hosted by a very hunky farrier with like lots of muscles and tattoos so I,
0: <laughs> oh, I knew it that's the draw <laughs> that's the fucking draw at first I was like eh, that's cool <laughs> I'm like oh no that's cool yeah that's cool I would totally watch Johnny Depp like ride a donkey for like four hours like yeah. on some Andy Warhol shit so and like, like, totally and like love
1: I feel like there has to be some like some very melodramatic dramatic movie out there about you know a like you know about like a you know about like a poor farm girl who you know has to contend with her very overbearing father but fortunately the farrier comes every week to clean the horse's hooves
0: (laughs) charles is moonlighting as a adult film screenwriter
1: (laughs) And, you know, she, they like have instant con- conversations like, oh, fairy boy, won't you hand me my shawl? this sounds like that
0: sex in the city episode where samantha slept with that farmer <laughs> they, went up to the, they went up to like aiden's cabin yeah or something and then, then she was like i'm gonna fuck a farmer and then she like, she like did <laughs> oh my gosh yeah oh my and gosh.
1: didn't she like try to come on to him and he just like didn't get it he was like what,
0: <laughs> what? yeah and she was like why i thought that's all you guys do up here <laughs> it's like nothing else to do it was really funny um, but,
1: um, so I got sidetracked, um, but um, let's see. We went um, somewhere, some, somewhere else. <laughs> I, um, you know, like, um, he might be able to clean out the, like, horse's hooves, but he will hopefully also be able to clean out the, like, the, like, sore stone in, in her heart or something.
0: Oh, um, or something else, but I'm ching. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um... Let's see. Um, Johnny Depp described Ichabod Crane as being um, so tight he couldn't fit a pin up his ass.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love Johnny Depp so much. Um, yeah. And I, I like sort of get it because like his character is very like fussy and kind of like you know pedantic and kind of a prissy candy ass. You know, he but faints a lot. <laughs> he 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 faints a total of five times. <laughs>
0: oh Breath wow, you me. counted? Yeah. yeah, I was going to say
1: he faints <laughs> a lot. Um, fainting. Um, let's see. Uh, Winona Ryder was offered the role of of uh Christina Ricci's character, but turned it turned it down. I wonder
0: why. Because it's her ex. That's weird.
1: Um, I'm 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 wondering. This would have probably been around the same time that she would have probably been filming Girl Interrupted. So I'm wondering if oh, maybe. Yeah,
0: you're right. She schedule. made a good move. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, so. she made a good move. Yeah.
1: Um, other people considered for the role of um Ichabod Crane. Where um uh, um, uh, where are you? I have it on my notes, and I cannot find it now. And I am trying to waste time so no one knows it.
0: <laughs> I haven't. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Liam Neeson. Okay. <laughs> Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. No. Um, yeah. Daniel Day Lewis. I think Daniel Day-Lewis could have pulled it off. I
1: just frankly thought that Johnny Depp was perfect.
0: Yeah, I, I just think Johnny Depp is so good at, at... Okay, what I really love about him, and we've done a bunch of Johnny Depp movies here, he studies film, mm-hmm. and you can tell that he is such a old-school actor. Yeah, like He's really inspired by that silent film. Like very, His eyes are so expressive. And I probably say it in every single podcast because I just love that he can just say so much without saying anything. his His face is so expressive. yeah. And when he feels kind of scared or nervous, like he just knows how to control his face so well that, yeah, it just really comes off. And it's funny. He's also really funny too. Yeah. Like when he gets squirted with the blood, you know, he's kind of like, Ooh, like the way he like, it's just really funny the way he kind of like does his word <laughs> face. Like, um, but it's funny about it. Like then the movie is kind of funny too. The yeah, movie is like kind of tongue in cheek too. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: just, I, it was really good.
1: I feel like Brian Cranston has that same quality too. Like he's like mm-hmm. so good about it. Like about like emoting with his face. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I feel like if it was Daniel Day Lewis, we would have a whole different kind of movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still think it would have been good, but I feel like Daniel Day Lewis and um, Tim Burton don't like
0: mesh as well together. Maybe. Yeah, have they ever worked together? I don't know. I don't um, think so, but I'm not sure. Tim Burton has a very specific type. I can't see Liam Neeson either. Yeah, that would. I that think seems that like a weird option. I think or Brad good.
1: Pitt. Yeah, I think. I think. I, I guess I could. I'd be interested in seeing what a Brad Pitt version of this movie would be, but I thought, I think Liam Neeson would be, like, really bad.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, I don't know about Brad Pitt. The only time I've seen him in any kind of, like, period stuff is uh, Interview with the Vampire. He also did Legends of the Fall, right? Oh, yeah. But that was, like, what was that? Eight, late 1800s? Oh, okay. early, early 1900s? Yeah. No, I mean, like, older than that. I mean, okay. like, 1700s. That was more interview with a vampire right wasn't that like seventeen hundreds? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and uh yeah like i've seen i've seen him in that but usually i see him as so modern mm-hmm. like brad pitt's always like he's not really in costume that often except for like troy but that's because we're just looking at him like you know allegedly on almost on the juice so yeah. um that's that's kind of it like i feel like he always plays like a you know nowadays kind of person like a regular guy now he plays like the dad yeah. Now he does more yeah. like dad roles, which I find kind of weird. I love how in the big short they tried to like make him unattractive. Yeah. Because there were just like <laughs> way too many attractive men in that movie. Like just walking around like narrating, like you don't know what the fuck's going on. It was like mm-hmm. Christian Bale being weird and it was like Ryan Gosling and then like Finn Whitrock and then, you know, yeah. Brad Pitts in here. I was like, whoa. This is crazy. Oh, I forgot to. I mean, I've asked you this before, but I keep forgetting. Have you started Succession or are you not going to?
1: i'm going to start i'm just kind of watching other stuff right now
0: oh, okay cool all right yeah. so yeah i wasn't sure because some people i've told and they're like shut the fuck up i'm not watching that show so i'm like okay yeah. cool <laughs> so i didn't know if you were in that i'm never i'm not interested or if you were just like eh, "I'm gonna watch." no no right i
1: now. i think it's good or i mean i think it looks like a good show i'm sort of um I'm, I'm, i've been doing what are you watching like, right now so i've been doing this like um, this like I, I like to watch The Walking Dead from the beginning like
0: Oh, yeah, I have to pick that back up
1: e- e- every year or, or so. And so Oh, I, it's like
0: a comfort food TV show? Yeah, yeah. Um oh. so kind of What else is a comfort food TV show that you just like put on because you know so well and you put on for background? Um I'm trying
1: um I uh it sounds strange, but I really love Monster Bug Wars um which oh, i God. and i i know that's not a scene that you're interested in but um no, i can't <laughs>
0: like, i can't with bugs i can do wildlife but bugs is yeah. where i draw the line
1: well it's sort of like um it's sort of like these people who are sitting around they're like hey have you ever wondered what 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 would happen if a centipede and a tarantula fought to the death I well know. guess what Here's a situation which is set to in tarantula fight to the death. And it's like and they and It's like my worst nightmare. Like I would rather die. Yeah. And they like superimpose all these like animal farm noises over the fight scene. So it's like it's um it's it's like I think bugs are just like so strange that I like um the geek in me just cannot stop watching. So Oh god. Um but um I've this is obviously a very like niche thing that not a lot of people are into so <laughs> um oh, that's funny. But um, yeah. Um, cool. Um, oh and then my final thing is apparently Ichabod Crane and Katrina von Van Tassel were like real people. Um Oh. Like um like uh I- I- Ichabod Crane was a um was like a colonel who um, fought in the War of 1812, and, um, uh, um, and uh, he apparently met the, uh, the author, um, Washington Irving, who wrote Sleepy, Sleepy Hollow at uh, Fort Pike on Lake Ontario in Sackett's Harbor, New York in 1814. Wow. And I don't know, they didn't say anything about C- Katrina Van Tassel, so I'm assuming she's just like an 18th century girl. Who, you oh, know, cool. probably, you know, can do, you know, who, um, we, we, you know, we probably would make fun of her now, but, you know, she, they were so much more like, you know, self self-reliant than we are oh now. Oh, so, yeah, like, totally. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's all I have for behind the scenes.
0: Cool. Oh, uh, well, I <laughs> forgot to mention earlier that the screenplay was written by Andrew Kevin Walker, who's famous for writing seven. Oh, Um, that might be probably one of his most famous things. He also uh, did eight millimeter. Another film I have not seen that is on the list. Have you seen it or heard of it? Is that Nicholas Cage? Yes. And walking Phoenix. Okay. And Joel Schumacher. It's a noir thriller. We should do that. Yeah, um I've like seen the trailer for it, but I haven't ac- ever actually watched it. Me either. We should do it. 99. Yeah, yeah. It's, it sounds cool. So this guy also wrote that and I think it was also co-written by Kevin Yeager. Okay. Who also is a special effects te- technician who is the one known for Freddy Krueger's makeup. Oh. Okay. So these are like big shit people here that we're dealing with, mm. <laughs> I guess. Um let's see. The IMDb score is actually 7.3 out of 10. Okay. So that's not bad. The budget for this was $70 million and it made 207. Oh wow. Because I feel like Johnny Depp and Tim Burton are a box office draw. Yeah. Because a lot of people love them together. And Christina Ricci also like that. And, and a lot of people are familiar with sleepy hollow, which is really cool. It's almost Mm. like Alice in Wonderland. Like people already know the story. So it's really cool to see a reimagining. We're not there to see like Edward Scissorhands, which is totally new which is also obviously awesome, but you know, this one people knew about. So I watched this behind the scenes thing on YouTube. It's 30 minutes. If anyone's really interested, it's really cool and they show the actors and they talk to them and they talk to Tim Burton and stuff, uh, at the set. And Johnny Depp originally wanted prosthetics for Ichabod Crane because of the way he's written as this kind of like ugly guy. And Christina Ricci's like, yeah, it's kind of weird having Johnny Depp, uh, be Ichabod Crane because in the story he's kind of ugly and he is not ugly. (laughs) (laughs) It was like really funny the way she was talking and she was like all dressed up like Katrina and everything. And then, um, Tim Burton said no. He thought that it would be a lot better to do it just with the acting alone. Okay. So he was like, I think we can do it without it. Um, And then um, Johnny Depp said he loved all the props. And there's one that he's like, I fell in love with this one in the court scene. And he said he's standing um, in front of the judge. And there's a guy like a prisoner in one of those like iron butterfly, like those cages. And it has Mm -hmm. the spikes coming out. And he was like, I just loved it. I fell in love with it. So I took it. (laughs) He's like, I have it at my house. I like found this incredibly erotic. I do not know why. I was like, oh, God. (laughs) And he's like talking about it. And he looks, oh, God, everyone, he looks on point in this video. Like his cheekbones are just out of control. He's wearing something like grungy top. I mean, I, Mm. I can't like i just i love me some donny dub so so yeah which i thought was really cool that he kept that massive piece of thing that like, <laughs> this massive metal thing like what is his house like it's probably like this weird museum like i feel like he has a lot of weird stuff yeah
1: like, i imagine there's so. a lot of weird shit yeah was it you who was telling you that um leo has like
0: a full-size t-rex skeleton in, in his house or something according to uh, our gossip podcast that we're now taking as complete fact (laughs) in in our lives, even though they say a legend in every episode, we're all like living our lives as if, yes, apparently that is true. And I think Nicolas Cage um, also, I think, collects dinosaur fossils. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. But Leo does, I think, have a full t (laughs) I want the real cribs. I want the cribs of like, I want the houses of the people that we like need to know about. Not yeah. like people on MTV. I want like Brad Pitt's house. I want Angelina's house. I want like you know Sandra Bullock's house. Like I want A-list. I want to know like what cool shit they have in their house. Yeah. Yeah that's, um, that's cool. Yeah it'd be really cool. Um, <laughs> so uh, apparently all of the actors in the film really related to this around Halloween. Like they remember themselves. Like Christina Ricci was saying when she was a child. They were reading this to her. <laughs> I was like, this really shapes how, I, like, I feel like Christina Ricci has almost like a Kirsten Dunst. Like, she's a woman who's lived a really long life for such a young person. Yeah, because she has so many movies when she was really young that were so adult, and she was so like almost like Kirsten Dunst in Interview with a Vampire. Like, I have no idea how she related to what she had. The material was because yeah. she was like 11, but somehow she just got it. She just understood. This person is cool. So I feel like, I was like, well, that make, explains something. If they're like reading you this story about people getting like decapitated, like left and right, just um, kind of crazy. It's very gruesome, which is nuts. Um, and apparently, uh, Tim Burton says he loves working with Johnny Depp, as you know, but he said every time he works with him, it's different. Oh, it just has cool. a different vibe, and he just brings something totally new to the, the project and they're both just they both just work so well together i mean it's like it's kind of crazy so, so I, up until this
1: point they had done um they'd done edward scissorhands and ed wood right together uh yes so
0: okay yes and then i think after that after this doesn't he do oh let's see let me see all of the johnny depp and tim burton things well i mean i that would probably take me a while to look up but They did Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Then they did. um, Then, okay. Then Depp was doing those pirates all the time. Mm. And then he was doing Sweeney Todd. Oh, but that was Tim Burton, right? That was Tim Burton. Yeah. He did Sweeney Todd. And then he did. um, Wait, who did Secret Window? Oh, no. David Cop, I think. Okay. Cop. Cop. Then he did Alice in Wonderland in 2010. That was after. Sweeney Todd. They did two of those. And then didn't he do another one more Dark Shadows? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. With uh, Michelle Pfeiffer and yeah, uh yeah, yeah. yeah, she was in that. Yeah, yeah, he was in that. Tim Burton did that. Then I think he might have done some maybe one other thing before he like I mean, I don't think Tim Burton's done anything in a while. Yeah. Like a movie, like a like a big movie, because I know Johnny Depp was doing like he was doing that Fantastic Beast thing before they fired him, oh. and then he was doing like indie stuff. So I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah so let's see what else do i have here i have that johnny depp thought it was really weird having christina ricci as a love interest because he's known her since she was nine (laughs) which i find really interesting too that you can kind of tell because there are no inherent love scenes yeah they have a very like it kind of just seemed not i don't think it was forced or bad but i really liked it at the end they kind of ended up together but it wasn't like overtly like they were going to be a couple yeah. Like you could tell they were, but I think if it was supposed to be like a super like Tom Hiddleston like got it on with this girl,
1: yeah, so like it, yeah. it
0: felt like more like that was his wife. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like this was kind of like she was the girl. She seemed a lot younger than him too. If it was Winona in this role, I feel like she would have looked more age appropriate. Yeah, because so Christina too. Ricci just looked really young, and she is. She's quite a bit younger than him. Yeah, she's, she's born in like '63, uh, isn't she? Born in like the '80s. Uh, there, uh, she's
1: younger than him by nine years, I think. As well. Oh, nine years. Okay, that's not, yeah.
0: Okay, that's not that much, I guess. But but she just looks really young. She has a really like young look about her. Yeah. So yeah, and then he's known her for so long. Yeah. So it's for really young, really really young. Um, okay, so the "Watch Your Heads" by Miranda Richardson was ad libbed, which is the title oh, really? of this. <laughs> which I'm going to title this. It's like "Watch Your Heads" when when they go back inside in the windmill. Um. Uh, Christopher Walken was really scared about working on the horse. And in the in the video, in the behind-the-scenes video, he's like, I'm from New York. I grew up in Midtown. I don't know anything about a horse. <laughs> like, it's so funny. So they had to build this, like, robot thing that they could shoot him on when they had to do, like, really advanced things when he's shooting. And when you see him, when you see the, the story of the Hessian and you see what happened to him and how mm-hmm. he became the Headless Horseman, like, that part's on a robot. Yeah. But then other parts they had, you know, another, like, person who was riding the horse johnny depp is not the best at a horse apparently uh casper van deem is really good uh oh really hmm <laughs> um yeah Yep.
1: me copy Capitan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um yeah god we have to do that uh the and the final carriage chase which i thought was so intense um took three weeks to film oh wow wow which is really nuts i was like holy shit um, and apparently this uh, Emmanuel Lubezki, the guy who's the cinematographer and, and Tim Burton really wanted to shoot this in black and white at first. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to shoot in the special Academy format. That's really different. Almost like how Tarantino will shoot in like 35 millimeter and he'll shoot like he'll have like prints of them shown in the theater. Like almost yeah. like that. Okay. Um, he wanted to do that, but when it wasn't possible, the cinematographer said well let's just make this somewhat of a monochrome movie so you can tell everything's very muted so it feels really fantasy Mm -hmm. and especially that dream sequence it looks so cool yeah when it's all like pink and you see like the cherry blossom kind of trees and it looks like this dream like it looks very very edward scissorhands oh so
1: was ichabod's mother in that scene the actual Lisa Marie presley
0: no it wasn't okay it was okay. not at all um and i i know so much from just when you said lisa marie presley i immediately thought of the really awkward michael jackson video at the movie awards where they made out and everyone just went <laughs> like everyone was that emoji that blushed uh, wide-eyed emoji everyone was like uh and it was weird when he came when they came out and he was like everybody said this would never last and then they just and she looked kind of like what's going on here?" And then when he kissed her, she was like, "Oh, I didn't know he was going to do that.
1: There is also that extremely disturbing, you're not alone v- v- video. Uh, where it's uh, like wrapped in like white, oh, like cotton. like It's really it's weird.
0: Funny. Like, I've never seen, I don't want to see that much of Michael Jackson's body ever. I, it was like, I don't want to I, see that much of Lisa Marie's body ever. And- <laughs> I don't think we did. I think we saw more of Michael's. <laughs> I wouldn't have minded her. I was kind of like, okay, that was weird. I remember watching on TV, there was some show where he was premiering. Hearing that like at the end of the hour and it was like at the end of the hour like if people out there who don't know michael jackson when we were younger was like a, such a massive deal I And mean, when he had a new music video it was uh, like a he would rent out like prime time like at eight yeah, o'clock yeah. it would be like the new michael jackson video is coming on you're gonna be home to watch it like the black or white video was on tv yeah um and it was like eight o'clock was like a big deal so I remember he had some special on like TGIF. Like it was like, it was like ABC and they had like the last half hour was like Michael Jackson's history. Uh-huh. And it was when that came out and you are not alone. I think was on that album on oh, the okay. second album. That was all the new tracks. So the old ones, they played like some music videos and then they were like, and at the end of the hour, we're going to world premiere. You are not alone. I remember watching it being like, 14 or 13 being like so fucking disturbed. I was like (laughs) this is so weird like because you know we've like grown up with Michael Jackson. We've grown up through all of his phases Mm -hmm. much like Madonna. I don't know what Madonna's doing now. It's kind of like what are you doing? Yeah, Her last photo shoot she just recently did people are up in arms about because it looks like Marilyn Monroe's like, like death scene like her room and a lot of people are up in arms about that and people are like Madonna what are you doing? So I'm like I got you know, we've seen them through so many different stages in their professional life. Like Gaga's another one. We've just like seen all these different outlandish phases that these pop stars kind of go through. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that one was weird. <laughs> yeah. You're Not Alone. One was a weird, a weird vibe. Um, and then I, I think that was. I remember he like had that song
1: on like the Free w- w- Willy soundtrack.
0: Yeah, what was that? Is that,
1: was that oh. Human Nature? I don't think it was Human Nature. It was, like, a song whose title I can't remember, but it was, like, super catchy.
0: Oh, shit. um, I don't remember what was on Free Willy. Someone out there is probably like, what the fuck? It was this. Like, you're screaming right now, being like, how do you guys not know that? Like, I mean, I I think it's, like, one of those
1: songs that, like, when people talk about Michael Jackson songs, it's not necessarily, like, the first thing to, to, like, come to mind. Oh, okay. But, I mean, you know, it's it's still probably, like, a second-rate song, but I still really liked it. So...
0: Like, cool. Well that's all about I have for uh behind the scenes.
1: Um oh I have one more thing. Oh yeah. Um so apparently um the opening scene with Martin Lando was actually oh. shot on location in Sleepy in, in, in Sleepy, Sleepy Hollow.
0: So, oh really? Yeah, yeah. Well
1: oh, that's creepy as fuck. I know, right? And then like I, that's
0: actually really creepy. And then
1: I believe that everything else was more or less filmed on like a sound stage in London. So yeah, that's nuts. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's so nuts um yeah so you ready to move on to fashion yeah Yeah. and queen colleen atwood uh. um i mean i have a few notes on this fashion because it's very much of the time and it's really cool but i just have some notes on colleen atwood okay she's been nominated for oscar 12 times and she's won four and she's won for fantastic beasts and where to find them alice in wonderland memoirs of a geisha and chicago oh, okay Oh, yeah. God, I
1: love Chicago so much.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really cool. It mm. is really cool. Um, yeah, so she, I just wrote like all of the different contraptions with ichabod crane i love i love his like that long coat that he wears it just looks like this is what johnny depp wears like on a tuesday yeah (laughs) like it just really looks like this is what he would wear and i feel like he probably could like i feel like he might have even worn it and christina ricci the one that stuck stood out for me i love the kind of mint colored dress that she has she always wears like a light color but i love the one at the end that's very like beetlejuice is, it's um, very like the striped. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was cool. So cool. It reminds me of Sweeney Todd. Uh there's that dream sequence in Sweeney Todd where they're singing about by the sea, and Helena Bottom Carter has an outfit on like that. <laughs> and it's like striped like that. And I was like, oh, Tim Burton. <laughs> like yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. Um, and what else? Oh, and I like the stepmother's outfit. Her dresses were really cool. Yeah. Like yeah. she had like, really cool designs and things like on her on the big like corset and then like the big huge skirt yeah it was so cool what did you think
1: um so i got super absorbed in the story and wasn't really paying attention to the clothes all that much but
0: like... <laughs> well they're all yeah they're all of the time yeah you know, all the men have the like yeah it's very much like 1799 so they have like the tri-corner hat the colonial like the jacket like mm. very much like amadeus i love the fashion we should do amadeus because I just yeah like, love yeah the movie so much um that the fashion and that is so cool because like mozart has really like really uh kind of extravagant coats mm-hmm. and you can tell the difference between like people who just have regular ones but the fucking budgets for films like that when they have to make all those, like, 1700s... Yeah. Like, garb must be crazy. Any period thing.
1: It's crazy. Like, getting dressed back then must have been, like, such a pain in the ass. I I know.
0: Or even in, like, the early 1900s where men wore suits and they were, like, pressed and hats. I mean... Ties Like, I mean, I had to, like, go meet, like,
1: an an Uber Eats person on the corner today. And I, like... you Uh know You know, and I, like... Dragged myself out, out out of bed and, like, you know, found some pants and, like, threw on, like, some really ratty house shoes and a sweatshirt. And, like, that, like, took at least five minutes. So, like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> what, where'd you order from?
1: Um, I, I, uh, there's this Indian place that I really like. Um, mm. and so I really like to get their, uh, samosas and a uh, chicken tiki masala. So, Ooh,
0: samosas. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really hungry.
1: I'm, you know, I, I was, you know, on the weekends I usually order like one big meal and kind of try to make it last. But now I'm
0: like, I want something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm hungry. Like after this, I'm like, I'm gonna make food for sure. Um, yeah, that's all I have for fashion. which just it's fucking everything. I mean, yeah, I love all. I love also like the the sleep shirts that Johnny Depp sleeps in. Yeah, like back in the day when the men had those long like sleep gowns that you see like, uh, what's it, Scrooge? Mm-hmm. McDuckware. I know that everyone won't uh this is uh completely off topic, but I know everyone won't hear this because you'll be hearing it tomorrow. But I'm gonna watch the crow tonight because it's devil's night and that's mm. what you do. Uh um, Devil's Night. This is the scary night. Um, supposedly. So yeah, I'm kind of excited to watch the crow and like eat. <laughs> Yeah. oh it'll be super good but uh yeah let's move on to music uh fucking danny elfman can i wrote he can score the fuck out of a tim Burton film oh my god i mean sweet jesus oh um, this music uh
1: it, it was just so beautiful and just like so oh, like, god. Was just like just like grandiose and just like um so good
0: know. he did edward scissorhands he did yeah. peewee <laughs> he you know, did batman <laughs>
1: You know, I, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm always listening for like potential pieces of music that skaters should, should, should like use in the, the Olympics oh, and like, these um, would be cool. I, I thought like th- this would be really cool. Um, like, um, yeah, um, yeah, I, I, um, yeah, I just thought it was good. I guess it would have been a bit odd if they just like randomly thrown, thrown in like an rem song
0: you know <laughs> so, like, wait this just snapped into my head is there an olympics in like less than six months yeah yeah holy shit there is yeah
1: like they start oh, wow they start, in china yeah yeah <laughs> so, wow
0: okay let's uh, go i know let's, i know let's let's fucking go uh, <laughs> wow okay cool that's all i have for the music i just wrote he can score the fuck out of a tim burton film yeah
1: same Which <laughs> um, you can I um I would like um I would like a score like this to just follow me in, like everyday life. I know, though. right? I <laughs> want this to narrate my whole life.
0: I want this as like an inner monologue. It's like walking around just listening to Tim Burton, Danny Elfman scores. Yeah. Apparently Danny Elfman said that what he loves working ab- um with Tim Burton about or what he loves to work why he loves to work with Tim Burton. God I can't even get this out. That um he doesn't really tell him how he wants the song to sound he tells him like how he wants it to feel oh which is really cool yeah i was like wow that's awesome i mean Danny elfman's a legend anyway yeah he's like john williams like he does like a lot of things john williams is like the super legend oh my god he's like the <laughs> franchise legend i think a oh, lot of yeah. his a lot of his uh, music is did he do lord of the rings no, I think that was Howard Shore,
1: I want to say. Oh,
0: that's another one that I've seen before. And Hans Zimmer is another yeah, one that does a yeah. lot. And, like, Graham Revel, Graham uh-huh. he did a lot. Danny Elfman does a lot. Like, they're a lot from the 90s that I remember. Um, I know that uh,
1: there is an ice dancing pair in the 1984 Olympics named Torval and Dean that skated to... A piece by Ravel's Bolero, and oh, I love that song. And like, um, it was just, just, um, and like, like this, like, um, it's like these, um, ice dance. This like ice dance couple was like a very avant-garde in their choreography, and they were just like, just, just like artistically, they like did a lot of like experimental stuff, and like, um, it was just really cool because they skated to like a single piece of music and they and it was just like a slow build throughout the entire program and like the conclusion and the conclusion was just like a breathtaking where they do this like they do this like lift and you know he like flips her over and it's just like it's just like it's just like oh oh wait what what country uh they were from great great britain oh cool so wait did they win yeah they won in 84 and then um and then they they got got gold yeah. And then, oh, cool. and then, in 94, the uh, Tanya Harding, Nancy Olympics, they like changed the rules so that like professional skaters could come back because like once you turn pro, you couldn't like skate, you know, for skate like in amateur sports anymore. And so oh. like, so, so that's like it's um, so like a bunch of people who had turned professional, like went back into the amateur ranks and, So they, uh, they like skated again and they like did this amazing program and they got robbed and they got the bronze medal and they were (gasps) so angry and they They like, they got bronze and they lost the goal to like some mediocre Russian couple that like did that, like did a program that, you know, like, you know, was, it was just so like, it was just so banal, you know, it was just like, ugh god anyway i'm like still really mad about that so like <laughs> justice for uh torval just, and dean
0: <laughs> torval and dean oh, i haven't heard that before
1: yeah no no like watch um if, if you if you search torval and dean 1994 then their program should come up and it's like um it's just it's just like it's just it's just like so fun to watch and and you know like i mean i i guess in the end, the medal doesn't matter, you know, blah, 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 but apparently they got a, dedu- a like, technical deduction because they had too many lifts, and I was like, that's such What? Bullshit. Too yeah. many? Yeah, like, a- apparently, like, the judge was like, oh, you can't, you can't, you can only lift her so many times, and
0: it's just like, alright.
1: Whatever you say.
0: Use. Anyway. Lame. Sons of bitches. <laughs> <sighs> Fucking A. Fucking IOC. No. Um... Cool. Well, let's move on to our last segment favorite scenes and lines. Yeah, I just have like general notes kind of um, of like what I liked about the movie. So I love that opening scene with Martin Landau and the carriage so, ride. So cool. um I wrote the gothic score of it all.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is so Tim Burton. I love that you don't see the credits yet. You yeah. just see like a few of the names and then you just see that. And then I love how then it starts. Um, and then I just love that opening shot of like New York
1: city. And mm-hmm. like my like note was God, even in 1799, New York was like super cool. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, It looks like Jack the Ripper's like around yeah. the corner though. It <laughs> looks very much like, like uh, London in the same time, which is um, kind of funny. And then I wrote I wrote it's if it's 1799 and Johnny Depp is involved, it's Halloween and Tim Burton is behind the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: and then, um, I'm trying to think. There's a scene where like Johnny Depp has that dream about his mother, and like he wakes up and yeah. Let's talk about this
0: dark uh, history that apparently uh, happened to Ichabod, and I guess his mom was killed because they thought she was a witch. I guess, and you know, there's Salem shit. There's like a bunch of what's happening. There's like, I guess they like threw a
1: Bible and like point at it, and I was like, oh god i guess
0: there we go (laughs) right i was like so she's a witch but every other woman in this movie is a witch too (laughs) i guess i mean i i i I guess
1: christianity ruins the day again yeah right i was like what the fuck it's kind of funny um oh but i love the scene like he wakes up and he like um goes into that room like Christine. Christina Ricci is like in that big comfy chair by the fire mm-hmm. and just looks like so comfortable and she's you know and you know and she, he like says something like like super you know like you know like turn of the century and she, she's just like, like oh I come here when sleep is spare you know <laughs> yes yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, she, <does. laughs> she does too yeah and I love that like we just I mean I love that I'm sure Johnny Depp has like a uh, kind of an awful British accent by actual Stan- Standards, but mm-hmm. he plays British people so much yeah. like I forget when you see interviews and I'm like oh yeah that's already right. from Kentucky yeah <laughs> it's so weird because he's always like playing some like 17th or like 18th century like London detective like out of the fog yeah <laughs> like, it was like either killing people or solving crimes about <laughs> killing people it's like um, yeah it's kind of funny and then I uh
1: I love that scene where um, he like wakes up in bed having his first encounter with the headless horseman. And he is like losing his shit, <laughs> like, like losing his mind. And, yeah. he's, and he's like, "No, you don't understand." the horseman was headless and the guy was, and the guy's like i know he was like no. yeah we
0: know we know that's why we brought you here but
1: he didn't have a head
0: <laughs> i know it's so um, funny i mean to to his credit i would probably react the exact same way so oh, totally especially since the first time it was that fucking prank by casper van deen <laughs> yeah i was like how dare you i know how dare you? You're so god damn asshole. you casper van Deen. <laughs> god damn gaston that's exactly who you are you're gaston from fucking beating the beast that's exactly who you are.
1: <laughs> um, oh, and then I love the scene where they. He's go like a f-
0: low rent Paul Walker.
1: He well, he did make Starship Troopers, which is like probably one of my favorite movies of all time. So I mean, <laughs>
0: like, I can see him trying out for Fast and Furious, and they're like, mm, "We need someone like <laughs> Paul Walker," but maybe. But if you hadn't have done Starship Troopers, we may have
1: gotten you. <laughs> I mean, I I could see you know him getting like cast in a role like. What? And I see the conversation with the producers being like, well, what did Paul, Paul, Paul Walker say? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh.
0: Oh. Wh- why couldn't we get Walker again? What happened? Oh, you mean he won't do it? Damn. Why? Why wouldn't he do uh, it? Well, Can we give him more money or what? <laughs> How much money are we giving him? How much money are we giving him? <laughs> Oh <laughs> well, uh, well, we're just being funny, Casper Vendine. if you wanted to do an interview, I actually probably would say yes. <laughs> no, no, funny. we th- think
1: you're like super cool, and um, you. Uh, I'm sure that if you had to confront the real headless horseman, that you would um not die the way you did in this movie like a total bitch.
0: Fucking slice in half. Fucking slice and dice. That's the same way as oh wait, what's the other movie where that person gets killed like that? Oh fucking interview with the vampire. Oh right. With right that right. big size fucking uh Brad Pitt just goes like whoosh whoosh with that like thing like louis Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I knew that was familiar the way he died. That's sick, but (laughs) so warranted. I was like, yay, get him out of here. Get him out of here.
1: Um, and then I love the scene where they go to see the witch in, in the woods. So um, good. Was, like nice. So good. Um, you know
0: who she reminds me of? She reminds me of Courtney Love. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, she also reminds me of, like, those three blind witches in Clash of the Titans Oh. With Harry Hamlin. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, she, like, reminds me of, like, the way she talks and the way she's just, like, oh. And then I love how she chains herself to the in the cave she like Mm -hmm. chains herself because she knows like shit's about to go down and i want able to control it like i think it's cool and i love how he you think he's just like such a bitch about everything but he actually is like he comes out of there and the guy like his, his assistant's like outside and he's like okay we have to go back to the end of the indian trail and to the the you know tree of death, and I thought he was going to be like, I'm not going there. Fuck that. <laughs> like that's where he is. But he was like, okay, this is where we have to go. <laughs> and they just like yeah. he listened to her, and he's actually going, which is funny.
1: That um that Medusa scene in the original Clash of the Titans was like so good. like so good. Oh also, God. if you
0: want to watch Harry Hamlin prance around in like a loincloth for two hours, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like 1981. It's like prime. Like, I uh, uh, Harry Hamlin. I, like, I love his hair. I like watched the
1: remake. Just because I was curious about it, I didn't like it. I it. I mean, I the, the story was interesting. It was just very. I felt like it was. I, I felt like the CGI was done in a way that just kind of felt over the top and kind of. Yeah, it. that's you know that's
0: the thing. Like, the other one was very low rent because it was eighty one, mm-hmm. but it actually wasn't bad. I yeah, actually think yeah. it was good. The claymation and kind of what they did with it, I thought it was cool. And Burgess Meredith, like I mean, it's just yeah. has a legend. Lawrence Olivier. Maggie, I mean, we're talking yes. about Legendary. Yeah, yeah, Maggie um, Smith, yeah. Yeah. Which is really cool. Um, I wrote Dumbledore. <laughs> when they tell him the legend, I love when they tell him the legend, and they're like, well, this is what happened. Like, all in this, like, weird library, and Johnny Depp's, like, losing his mind. Yeah. Like, he's just like, what? Like, shaking, like, the Jurassic <laughs> Park cup. <laughs> like, just shaking, like, oh, Oh god, I'm so sketched out. Yeah, because he got sent there as punishment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like, either we hold you in contempt or you go follow this weird crime where three people have been beheaded and we're not going to tell you that. Oops, just kidding. We can't find the heads. <laughs> That's really <laughs> fucking weird. I love how they're like, oh, they didn't tell you. No, it's actually like a ghost. Like it's a real ghost thing and we know about it and we just need someone to figure this shit out. <laughs> we can't. Like, how have you not figured this out? I we mean, need... have you not figured out that you need the skull? And how has anyone else taken the skull before? Yeah. Um
1: I we are just bum fuzzled, sir. So like, <laughs> yeah, bum-fuzzled. Could, could you like figure out? My us? sleep
0: is spare. <laughs> 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 oh, Christina Ricci. <laughs> I love her. Oh god. Um yeah, do you have any other notes? I have I just know. like a few random notes.
1: Okay. Yeah, go ahead
0: um i love that katrina's stepmom was the nurse that became the wife i was like let's talk about that (laughs) (laughs) she essentially killed all like okay first of all i think we need to really talk about the fact that miranda richardson is like the real star because (laughs) my favorite of the whole film is like the big reveal at the end um like from then on to the end is probably like one of my favorite parts uh, of the the film um but i just have like I just love that um that he just when he chops up the tree and the blood yeah skirts out like that was really crazy i was like whoa that's so weird and he finds the heads i thought that was really crazy um i love that he fainted after casper was like sliced in half and they kind of figured out that it wasn't it was kind of following like it it was looking for a certain person it wasn't just killing indiscriminately which is what he kind of was led to believe Mm -hmm. and then he figured out there was this pattern which i thought was really cool um i wrote the dream of the parents so the dad killed the mom because she was a witch and this dad had this torture room Oh yeah. And like I tower. get remember and he was in that chair that had all the spikes on it and he had those marks on his hands and then they started bleeding when he was dreaming. Oh, okay. I was like what in the stigmata is going on? <laughs> <laughs> like this is nuts. And then I also wrote Baltus is a cool name.
1: I yeah, like the I like name that.
0: Baltus. I find that really cool. So I like how um I really like when Crane uncovers this giant conspiracy plot. Um, when he goes to the notary and he like places it all together, like all of these old men who are like the elders of the town are like the priest, the doctor and like the notary and like the magistrate, like they know everything in the town. I love how he's put it together and knows was like, Oh wait, they're killing off this person because they knew about the, the pregnancy of this one girl who was killed one of right. the other victims. And then they, I love how that kind of comes together. So I thought it was cool um then oh my god i the the fucking the fucking church scene oh yeah was, uh, whoa okay so they're having a church meeting at the church they're like everyone come like he's kill. he's killed the family when he killed the family was pretty intense too mm-hmm. um what is it the midwife and then thankfully that he killed the child off screen because that was yeah. like really crazy when he was chasing him and he was in the floor. I was like, fuck, that was really nuts. Um, so then he, he also like, he thinks it's the dad at this point. Yeah. Um, Ichabod, he just thinks it's the dad because he kind of is the only one that's going to benefit from all these people dying. Cause then he's going to be the elder and he always has, he has this land and everything. So he's just like, okay, so they go to the church and then they find out that the headless horseman cannot enter the church grounds, which is really cool. Yeah. Like I love when he throws that hatchet and it like dissolves. Yeah. <laughs> that was <is> really cool. <laughs> and then I wrote, oh my gosh, then in the church, there ends up being an altercation between the priest and like the doctor and baltus and baltus like has this gun and he shoots the fucking like the priest hits the hits the i think doctor over the head and he's like stop they're gonna uncover the plan like because they had this whole plan or whatever Mm -hmm. and (laughs) then he like totally hit like shoots the fucking baltus grabs a gun shoots the fucking uh doctor guy or no shoots the priest all this is happening in the church as they're trying to get away the horseman's outside like freaking out and then everyone's trying to get baltus like i'm surprised the town didn't just like rip him apart yeah (laughs) because they're all like oh my god you did this you brought us to us and then we get probably one of the most disturbing scenes i've ever seen in a film the horseman is trying to figure out how to get baltus and get him out of that fucking uh church but he can't go in it he gets like a post from the from the gate and he ties a rope to it and fucking throws it through him it lands through him christina ricci sees her dad and she's like ah! and he fucking pulls it and just drags it according to the horse i was like this is so fucking gory <laughs> like i texted you like this is violent as fuck like this is some tarantino shit like whoa this is Oof, this is crazy. Um, so that was I thought that was one of the most iconic, uh, like one of the most iconic scenes is definitely when he gets killed by that spear. I was like Dumbledore. <laughs> um, yeah. So then uh... we, before that, he said that the stepmom has been killed, so he's like, "The stepmom was killed. Oh my god, the horseman's coming!" That's when he's like running towards the church. So we all think that she's dead, and then we get this like massive reveal where we see the body. And also, it was weird when Johnny Depp like caught her sleeping with the priest. Yeah. (laughs) She cut that. I guess the blood marks them. You Uh, must need some kind of like biological from them because she cut Christina Ricci's hair later when she sends it uh, off to them. So I love that she uses that cut. And then we see the body. We find out this big symbol that we found earlier was really just Katrina protecting him. So she's not, they kind of think it's her too. But the stepmom, I wrote, okay, wait. So the stepmom killed the servant girl for no reason. Well, because she hadn't planned on faking her own death yet oh yeah well i think i I sort of thought that she needed a body at some i I, I, did yeah she would have needed a body because but i was like she didn't do that yet she just like planned ahead I guess. <laughs> and then I wrote, My favorite part is the fact that she like tells this story about how when she was younger, she lived with her family in this cottage. Within the cottage, like the landowners kicked her out and left her to starve. And mm-hmm. she was in the woods, and she saw the headless horseman, the Hessian, when he was killing uh these soldiers, and she saw when they killed him and she was like and i love that she's like from that very moment i sold my soul to satan she was like six yeah <laughs> she's like now I, w-, I was like wait so now he works for her or now she works for him and she's taking everyone out to inherit this money and fuck over the landlords who threw him out years ago this kind of makes sense yeah. <laughs> like this is not really all that bad and then we get that insane carriage chase which i thought was really cool And yeah, then, that was of course, cool. We f- yeah he like obviously ichabod figures out that he he needs to skull back in order to like retain his power mm-hmm. which i thought was cool and i love how he drags her down with him he like yeah. drags the stepmom down to hell and kisses kisses her and it's all bloody and i was like a bride question <laughs> mark i mean it's what she wanted right <laughs> right it's what she deserved because she killed her sister for no good reason too yeah yeah she literally, like, they show all these, I was like, she's Patrick Bateman. She's, she's like a <laughs> sociopath. Like, she's the real, she's actually the real person that's the villain. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, I, I need to make one of those memes that says, like, the villain and then the actual villain. <laughs> it's yeah. like, the villain would be the Headless Horseman, the actual villain is the stepmother. <laughs> she's controlling everything. He just, like, literally can't help it. Like, yeah. he has to do this. He's, like, summoned to do this. And then we get, um, obviously all of them, plus, like, the the little assistant that he that he gets with him, which is really cute, and they all, like, go back to New York, which is cool. Yeah.
1: They're like, we're back um, in
0: New York!
1: And, um, really cute. yeah, and then, um, so, um, yeah, I actually did love that last scene, um, like, when they're back in the city. I, mm-hmm. um, I, I know that, um, this was before all this happened, but because of, like, Marvel, I keep expecting, like, a, like a, a post credit scene. So so for some reason, I was sort of expecting, like, a denouement where, like, they'd, like, you know, cut to, like, the modern day or something to, like, Sleepy, Sleepy Hollow and something would happen. They... they, they the message would be it awakens.
0: Or, I, know. I know, like it's that headless horseman again. <laughs> but I mean, um, <laughs> that 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 wacky headless horseman. But um, or like someone goes outside their door and they see like a hatchet. Yeah. Like in
1: it yeah. or something. Yeah. But um like, I clearly like, oh, don't know anything about filmmaking, so I'm glad they didn't take do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. I don't
0: think Tim Bur- I don't think Tim Burton does that, yeah. I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> but kudos for everyone involved. I thought this movie was fucking great and very topical. And I feel like just because it's October doesn't mean we have to do scary movies, but I feel like we might do some into November too, because winter is just scary. It is. Like winter is when all the horror movies I think kind of really come out. Mm -hmm. um there's some summery ones like scream is a summery one and i know what you did last summer but this is a very like winter gothic tale well like fall is
1: such a good like scary movie time anyway you know Mm -hmm. so yeah
0: it is it is because it's like kind of sort of cold but not yeah you know so people are still out and doing things and it's not like where it's really cold that's just no one's out so yeah it's cool yeah i'm excited yay i don't know what we're doing oh no next is cool world so next week we'll have cool world with my buddy peter so look cool. forward to that and uh yeah join the patreon we're doing my soul called life follow us at the things down below and uh yeah i mean anything else we're gonna do a real world because fuck yeah man that trailer looks intense. yeah it looks pretty good <laughs> right it looks awesome so yeah we will catch you all on the next one bye, bye.